You're listening to Carmen and Yurko, live from the old National Bank State Street studio on WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good Karma Brands radio station. And with that, Yurko, the 2022 NFL season comes to a close. The Kansas City Chiefs are your champions they for are. the second time in four years. Well-deserved to Andy Reid and that entire organization. Well-deserved is right. It was a masterclass of offensive uh, performance, plain and simple. You want to talk about scheming guys open in the, in the red zone? <laughs> Pretty good job. Phenomenal. You find out what some of the tendencies are on the other team, and then you use their aggressiveness against them. Is that what happened? Yeah. Is that what you saw? And they did it. Uh, the two touchdowns in the second half uh, that were the passing touchdowns were basically the same play, just on different sides of the field. Two different players, different sides of the field. But it was essentially the same play, at least it looked like it. That little short motion, whip route back to the outside. Then they did it again when uh, the key holding penalty was called on Bradbury. And he did hold. Juju Smith-Schuster's jersey. No, he admitted it. Uh, yeah, I mean, he admitted it, it. They were basically running the same thing, saying, we dare you to stop it. And the Eagles couldn't stop it. The Eagles' vaunted pass rush couldn't get home. Couldn't get to the quarterback. And uh, the Eagles were pretty damn awesome on offense, too. It was an offensive master class, really on both sides, but especially what Andy Reid and the Chiefs did. Uh, the only reason it wasn't an offensive master class, the quarterback couldn't hold onto the ball, which uh, resulted in seven points for the other team. Big swing. Uh, you had a missed field goal by Kansas City. Yep. You also had a touchdown, another defensive touchdown, that was for one crazy reason or another overturned. I mean, there were another ten points. To me, harm, when I take a look at that, it's a 52-35 to 35 game. That's what the game is. Well, they, tack they, on, they, I would they, say they tack kept, on an extra touchdown, right? Well, I mean, extra four points instead of the field goal. Don't you get the oh, touchdown yeah, in the yeah, four? I missed yeah, the I'm yeah, giving you 11 you more. Yeah, you missed the field goal. Yeah, I'm giving you more. The touchdown that was yeah. taken away, seven. That's seven. And then right? another, yeah. and then another three. Another from, three, from which field is goal. ten. And then a four. I'm giving him an extra 14 points. I, the, the the play that was overturned, uh, silly, the, 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 silly. <laughs> the touchdown, the second defensive touchdown, that we still don't really know what a catch is in the NFL is uh, it's and, troubling. Uh, I'll get to the minutia <laughs> quickly because I, I still want to talk about the, 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 the overall aspect yeah, of the game. There's a lot to break down. Possession needs to be identical for a catch on the sidelines for crossing the goal line and for just catching a regular pass. They all need to be identical. They can't be differentiated. You ask why referees have a problem and officials have problems making uh, split-second decisions is because you want to create all these nuances with all these individual catches. Hands on the ball, two feet on the ground. That should be it. Period. No football move, none of this stupidity. Because once you get to the goal line, you get the ball crossed. Even if it's fumbled, it doesn't make a difference. You know, it, it's the stupidity and it's the craziness, okay? It's all the same. If, if, it's all the same. The Dallas Goddard catch on the sideline is a is a completion, and that's possession. But the running back catches the ball, plants his feet. Gets depleted. gets in the air, gets depleted. Yeah, and all of a sudden, that's not a fumble. Well, well he didn't make a football move. One rule. Yeah. One rule. There's no third step necessary. It's one rule. I okay. wish they would address it and change yeah. it for, for good. I really do. But the point is, it needs to be one rule. I, I agree Not with three you. different I, rules. Give me one rule. And that way, it's not complicated. If your feet are down and the ball's yeah. in your hands, yeah. 
That's called a catch. But somehow in the NFL, well, he didn't do this or the process that, and he didn't make a football move. No, he's got two feet on the ground and the ball's in his hands. That's called catching something. If I threw uh, this bottle of water at you right now, and, and, I catch it. and you catch it. And then and somebody that, comes and rocks my world. You caught it. Yeah. And I fumbled it. That's called a fumble then. Right. right. Yeah, that's catching yeah. a fumble. Now let's get back to anyway. the, the, the macro, the big picture item. Yeah. But there's a lot to Jaylen go. Jalen Hurts played a, a very good football game. I wouldn't say fabulous because Boy. he gave up seven points. He played a very good football game. I thought he was pretty great. I, well, I don't get extra credit for quarterback <laughs> sneaks. There's no extra credit no, I'm not for even quarterback saying sneaks. That. That's I all just... I'm saying. No extra credit for quarterback sneaks. But he played a very good football game. He but did. he was outplayed by Patrick Mahomes. He was outplayed yeah, I think Mahomes by was, Patrick Mahomes. I think period. metrically, you'd, you'd see that, too. Well, that's Mahomes easy to look at. better quarterback. If you look at the numbers, that's easy to go ahead and do. But for those people that were fighting with me yesterday, that Jalen Hurts played the better game, no. No, you no, gave up I, seven I, points. I, I thought they were both terrific. And um, if somebody wants to tell me the Philadelphia Eagles defense played a lousy game, okay. Okay, they gave up seven points in the first half, and then they opened up the door in a second. They just couldn't get home. I mean, the, the most terrifying pass rush in yeah. the NFL this Not season. so much. With 78 sacks going yeah. into that game. 78. Yeah. Just could not get home and could not apply enough pressure. It was unimpressive. It really was. I was unimpressed with their pass rush. It, 100%. I don't know what else you could say. I feel like we stole a fourth-round pick for Robert Quinn from them. Well, he barely played. Well, I mean, he I, was again, I feel played, yeah. I feel like we stole a fourth round pick. I'll take it. Take it. Yes, it's part of the. That's what they got. I couldn't even remember fourth what the compensation was. Fourth they added pick. a fourth round pick. Yes, you'll take that. And run. Feel like we stole it. Absolutely. Yeah. If you've got a thought on Super Bowl Fifty Seven, whatever it is, you know, and, I didn't think the officiating was as bad as it was Championship Sunday. Certainly, yeah. I'm not trying to paint that picture. I know New York isn't either. There were a couple of curious things, and the one we talked about, the Miles Sanders catch you know incomplete pass like i don't know why they have to complicate it so much that it, it kind of looked that kind of that's a catch in any textbook definition it's a catch but according to the nfl it isn't it's weird um if you've got any little gripes about the officiating I, the holding call does not sit well with everybody we'll dive into that minutia a little bit more coming up here about well when you can or can't throw a flag if you've got thoughts on the officiating, the game itself, the performance by Mahomes, the Chiefs, Andy Reid in this offense, losing Travis Kelsey. No, losing, trading him, saying we're going to, we know what we're getting rid of. We know how good he is. We're going to be great anyway. And that's exactly what they did in a different way. Tyreek Hill. What did I say? Travis Tra- Kelsey. Ty- Tyreek Hill. Thank you. Excuse Tyree me. Tyreek Hill. Thank you. I even had the Travis wrong Kelsey. Name. That's I was good. so stunned. Yeah. I'm like, no, Tyreek Tyree Hill. Kill, right? Excuse me. Getting rid of Tyreek Hill in the offseason, trading Tyreek Hill, a fabulous player. And saying, we'll do it a little differently, but we're still going to be dynamic and efficient and successful on offense. And that's what they did all year long. They were the best offense in football. They were the best offense yesterday. Um, All that stuff that you want to talk about with us here today, feel free. Commercials, Rihanna, we're kind of going to cover it all. 312-332-3776. I promised a big announcement. Big announcement, Carm. We have what we call in the business, in the biz. You have a drum roll, please? This is what we call, in the biz, a one-sheet. That's right. I'm holding it up on Twitch. It's a one-sheet. This is a one-sheet with all the information. All our info. Uh, We've sort of been hinting at this. We can officially announce now 
that we are throwing a huge 25th anniversary celebration bash. 25 years ESPN Chicago on the air. You know, of course, we've gone from Disney to Good Karma Brands, and we're thrilled to be part of the Good Karma company. But it's 25 years. 25 years. these airways for us. 25 years. Uh, Some of us have been here almost the entirety of that. Sylvie has been. Uh, I'm here within two months of the station launch. Eric goes May of 2001. 2001. My first appearance on the station was probably in 2000 in November or October. November 2000, I think. It was a Bears Monday night game. Yes. I was working that night. Uh, Black and Abdallah have been here since what? I don't know, 07? 06. 06? We were interns yeah. in 06. We, yeah. I was an intern in 05. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I was an intern during the uh, when the White Sox won the World Series, so 2005. Crazy. Danny Zetterman's been here since probably about 07-ish, give or take. So we're doing the 25th anniversary celebration. It's going to be Friday, March 24th at the House of Blues. Doors are going to open at 11. Show goes on live at noon. Waddle and Sylvie will follow us. So it's going to be a six-hour extravaganza. And guess what's happening during our time slot? Is there a reunion of some sort happening? There is. The Mac, Yurko, and Harry reunion will happen. Afternoon Thunder? (laughs) Attaboy, Chris. I just want to do the closing time countdown at the end. I want to... (laughs) Semisonic? Remember... The Mac, Yurko, and Harry uh, reunion show is going to happen. I think I'm just going to like kick back and let the three of you well, go. Well, you're the moderator, my I, friend. I'm moderated. I'm like, Danny, just let him go. You're the moderator. It's going to be uh, a fun party, and if you want to be there, you can buy tickets now. Tickets are on sale as of about 10 Today. minutes ago. Today. So start spreading the word. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tickets are on sale at LiveNation.com. All you have to do is go to that website. Search ESPN Chicago. You're going to find the event details. You can buy a ticket. You must be 21 or older to enter with a valid ID. This is at House of Blues, so you do have to be 21 or older. It's happening Friday, March 24th. Again, the doors will open at 11. We're going to have tons of huge guests, both on the phone and in person. And I mean tons of big names throughout the six-hour extravaganza. And we will have the Mac, Yurko, and Harry reunion. So we are very pleased to announce that. In the last couple of weeks, I actually spoke to Mac and to Harry, and everybody's very, and I speak to you every day. Yeah, everybody's very excited. Did you uh, happen to see some of Mac's tweets yesterday? He had some uh, wagers I, on on sacks. I was not on Twitter. I was on Twitter yesterday. What did Mac lose well, on he, sacks? He had some sacks. That, you know, he felt with the team having seventy-eight sacks that he was going to bet on some guys to get sacks. I know he had put some money on Graham. Graham did not get a sack. I think he had put uh, some money on a Kansas City guy, and I don't know if it's one of the two guys that that had a sack for the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday. Yeah, so but I saw that, and there's a game devoid of sacks, and I'm like, my guy Mac. (laughs) It happens sometimes. You lose it. You can't win them all. Two teams that get sacks, and all of a sudden now they got no sacks. They got no sacks. Yeah, it's the craziest thing in the world. How much do you think the field contributed in that? As a former defensive player, that field was crap. Yeah, Uh, if you can't get your footing, it's tough. To, you know, get off. I think it affected the speed, skill player more than seven. So does it affect seven? Okay. Does it affect offense or defense more? I think it affects defense more. Tough to attack. I think so, you're right. So a, a defensive line is what I'm saying. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, they know where they're going, so it shouldn't affect them. The defensive backs have got to react. You know what I'm saying? Maybe offense knows where it's going. But when you're making that subconscious just play, 
that cut, and the guy goes to extend that leg out to be able to plant and get the angle he needs to be able to thrust his body the other direction. If you're not playing with balance, you're going to go down, and you saw a bunch of guys going a down. A lot. Yesterday. They all changed their cleats. This is your guy, number seven. This is Hassan Reddick, who had a phenomenal yeah. year and was incredible in the first two playoff but games. But it really affected him, I think. This is Hassan Reddick after the game. Y'all watched the same game. You know, y'all watched the game we played. Y'all saw it. So a lot of slipping all over that field. Like, it didn't even matter. I changed my cleat, still had seven studs, and it still was slipping. So I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't want to use it as an excuse, make it seem like it's, you know, I'm, I'm not that type of guy. I'm not going to make no excuses. Still props to them. They won. They champs. They should enjoy it. We got next year. I still believe in this team, and and, 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 and everybody on the staff roster will be back. Oh, most definitely. Did, 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 I'm not going to lie. It was the worst field I ever played on. And a lot of players have had that gripe about Arizona Greasy. for some time. You know the yeah. best part about that? You couldn't see it because we're listening to it on the air. Hassan Reddick had a phenomenal year. The yeah. guy's been a great player these last couple of years. I mean, he's changed teams, and he just he, he produces. He was pretty non-existent. He was wearing a White Sox hat, though, which I, I very much appreciated. Oh. Repping the South Side Like the early bit. 90s. Remember? No, yeah. Ice Cube used to have the uh, White Sox well, uh, paraphernalia yeah, on all the time. I loved it. I'm like, all right, a sound Reddick representing. Yeah. Here we go. Big White Sox fan. Loved Jose Abreu. Yeah, he loved but Jose Abreu. he's Abreu. gone now. going to be a Houston fan now. No, well, he wasn't wearing an Astros fan. hat yesterday. He was wearing yeah, a White, White Sox hat. on. So I loved it. If you want to talk, but yeah, but that's the kind of guy that was affected. I think greatly. Right. You barely noticed him. Yeah. Uh, let's break this game down in greater detail. We're going to have fun doing it all day today. Waddle and Sylvie up after us. We'll cross talk with them a little bit later. Black and Abdallah six to eight tonight. As we celebrate football one final time, we got plenty of offseason stuff that we're going to do over the coming weeks and months. Obviously, it's the biggest offseason probably ever for our beloved Chicago Bears, but. Let's put a capper on uh, and a little ribbon on the 2022 NFL season. Talk Super Bowl 57 with us, 312-332-3776. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Kelsey at the bottom is going to come in a little short motion. Mahomes looking that way, throwing that way. Kelsey got it. Touchdown. Quick throw. Tony's got it. Tony walks in. You're not allowed to go from an eligible to an ineligible player on back-to-back plays. Blitz coming. Mahomes. Man wide open. Touchdown, Chiefs. It's Sky Moore. Mahomes in trouble. Gets away. Mahomes racing with the bad ankle and all. Inside the 20. He's taken down. Ah, boy. This guy. This guy. This guy, 27 years old. By the way, Fox with the call there. Yesterday, Super Bowl 57. 27 years old. Two-time MVP of the National Football League. Two-time Super Bowl MVP. Five straight division titles. Five straight AFC title games all at home. It is... It's pretty impressive. It's sickening. Seven and three straight up all time. Eight, one and one against the number as an underdog. It is beyond impressive. And yeah, Brady had a third Super Bowl by 27, but let's make no mistake. At this point in their respective careers, it's quite obvious who the better quarterback is. And it's Patrick Mahomes. I'm talking about Brady at 27 versus Mahomes at 27. I don't want to hear any nonsense. <laughs> Because that's all it is. Uh, this guy, hmm. you don't think he's better than Tom Brady? I'm going to have to make a case. 
you're, you're challenging me to make a case. I would. Oh, so I'm going to go out about go the business of making a case for him. That's okay. what I'll end up doing. I mean, the first Super Bowl they won wasn't because of how great uh, Patrick Mahomes was. Uh, you know, he, he might have been a passenger in that in that car. Mahomes was a passenger in, the in, first the, in that first one. Take a look at what his stats were and what his quarterback rating were in that game. Same way Ben Roethlisberger like stuck in his first was a, was a Well, passenger. Roethlisberger was. My point is I've got to give you the the examples that go to the nth degree to be able to tell you that he wasn't necessarily a world beater when it came to that victory. I'm surprised to hear that you'd even begin to make an argument that Mahomes has two MVP awards. Brady didn't have an MVP. He didn't have a single MVP award okay. by the time he was 27. He had the extra Super Bowl, though, right? He did have one, every, one more Super Bowl. Okay. Well, all I'm, I'm saying is that, that I would have to take a... You're saying that there's no possibility no of possible having an way. argument. This, my my point to you is that I'd possibly be able to put together an argument. With I mean, you. if you looked at look at his touchdowns, comparatively well, speaking, his touchdown passes. Oh well, okay. His, his quarterback rating. Carmen, I haven't done it yet, so I, I, I I'm going to compile the list and I'm going to go there to see if an argument can be made. I will tell you, Brady got better with age, like a right. fine wine. I will say that after his first three pack of Super Bowls, there was a dearth of time, right? Yeah, 10 Wasn't years. Wasn't there some time before he ended up going back? Uh, well, since he won. Like, between right. Super Bowl wins, it was wins. like 10 years. Between Super yeah. Bowl wins, there was some time. So, yeah, like 10 years, I think. I think this is where Patrick Mahomes now goes about the business of solidifying who he's going to be. Okay, he had the great early start, the great first five years, five straight championship games. He's been to the Super Bowl. Now comes the next 10 years where mm. you go ahead and solidify. And knowing that he had gone to the Super Bowl, Peyton Manning, not yeah. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Tom Brady, and Tom Brady couldn't win one for an extended period of time, this is a chance for him to go ahead and close up. You know, you pull three in the yeah. next eight. Yeah, sure. Now you're feeling good about yourself. And then theoretically you're getting into the prime of him being a quarterback. It's scary that he turns 28 at the start of next season. I mean, he's still such a young player in a lot of ways. But this truly is, you know, his time to differentiate himself against Brady. You say that it's clearly crystal clear, number one, one yeah. over the other. Okay, I don't think it's as crystal clear as you I wouldn't say think. his career's better yet. I'm, I'm just saying. No, not career, because yeah. you can't judge. You can't judge but that you can yet. judge the first That's handful of years. That's what I think is like so clear. And to be fair, you'd have to go the first handful of years that he actually played. Yes, Brady. yes, I would agree. Yes, right. from the first year as a starter. Uh, Mahomes has played 14 playoff games. He has a quarterback rating above 105 in That's 10 of them. That's nice. 10 of the 14 career yeah. playoff games, he's above 105. But I can't let you just make the statement without at least throwing up some sort of plausible argument. And we'll go. We'll take a look at it. We'll see what's going on. Uh, thoughts of uh, from Super Bowl 57 from yesterday, if you want to join us. Your reaction to the game, 312-332-3776. The hold at the end sure looked like a hold to me. I'm a little surprised at how many people are saying, well, you don't throw the flag in that situation. I'm, I Why mean, not? He's being held. He's being held. Right. I, and, and that's what the call was, defense holding. It wasn't interference. No. It was defensive holding. Whether he could catch the ball or not does not matter. Right. If they called interference, whether he could catch the ball or not would matter. Defensive holding is something that happens early in the play that stops an offensive player from gaining an advantage. That's it. Is it too punitive to have the first down automatically assessed to the other, other team? No, you're trying to deter the defensive players from to stop mugging the offensive wide receivers. Five yards wouldn't do it just the, it wouldn't wouldn't do it justice. The, it I think you're right. It wouldn't do the justice necessary. Yep, I think you have to sort of make it that punitive because you want that out of the game. Not only that, in the final two minutes, the penalty stops the thing. It'd be a way for the defense to utilize... 
that five-yard defensive holding pound, though, because the down, down would stay the same. Now it wouldn't be an advantage. All right. Nope. No advantage. Bill's in Naperville. What's up, Bill? Hey, guys. So, yeah, that last uh, holding call for me yep. was great because then I thought Kansas City had a chance to score that touchdown. And then all of a sudden, lo and behold, McKinnon decides to kneel on it on the one-yard line, Smart. and I lose $1,200. That sucks. Like, if he scores that touchdown, my square is hit, and I'm a happy camper. Yeah. And that just – I was so mad. That's the unfortunate part, uh, Bill, for people in your boat. I get it. Uh, he made the smart football play. We say it all the time. Guys make a knucklehead play, we call him out. Isaiah Pacheco, seventh-round rookie. Played a great game and knew well enough to get was down. Was that McKinnon or Pacheco? Oh, I thought. Oh, was it McKinnon? I thought it was McKinnon. It was McKinnon McKinnon. that took the knee. Smart. Number one. Yeah, that's McKinnon. My number one. Smart. Ten. I think Bill just said that. Very smart. Yeah. Don't screw it up. Yeah. Get down. And he did. And it was like I'm screaming. Somebody's like, "No, look his foot." I go, "Foot doesn't matter. It's the ball." ball. Yeah, ball. It's the ball. I was screaming on the TV. I'm like, "Get down! Get down! Get down!" Yes, it gets. Because I had Chiefs money line. Uh, Yorko and I both picked the Chiefs to win. Yeah. My score was thirty-one thirty. This was much more exciting. Thirty-one twenty. This was a much more exciting uh, Super Bowl than this I expected. Easy over, too. Easy over, Yurko. Oof. What a game. Donnie is in Evanston. Donnie, what's up? Hey, guys. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, sure. Carm, you just mentioned the kid's name, Pacheco. I don't want his name to get thrown under the blanket here much longer. Great effort. Great running back. I love what I think you once said it. The anger he runs with is just oh, phenomenal. Yeah. I really loved watching he him. And got just let him his know. ass rocked. In that game, too, where he had to go to the sidelines. Yeah? Yeah, you didn't see that playing? That safety came uh, from distance and walloped him. First quarter? He got up. It looked like he was in there. No, no, no. Second half. Second half. He got up. He had to go to the sideline, get rest. Kelsey got rocked the next play. Had to go to the sidelines. It was a spear job from the safety. Yeah, it was a great hit. It was a beauty. I'm trying to remember which one that was. Pacheco had a good game. Uh, There's another... Data point to support uh, our argument that anybody that thinks you should be investing anything other than draft picks and late round draft picks on running backs is crazy. It's just another prime example. Clyde Edwards Alaire didn't even play. He was active. He was activated well, to go to the 53 man roster. I don't right. know if he was active. For he the was game. not. He yeah. was not active. He was not on the, the, uh, the, right. the actual game day roster. Um, they're, they've moved on from Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yes. And in three years, they'll move on from Isaiah Pacheco. Yes, they will. I mean, like, he's... The list came back out with Pacheco now being added to the running backs that are on a winning team, uh, all been paid less than $2.5 million. Right. With Pacheco getting paid about four hundred thirty-eight or $500,000. Don't pay running backs. And I... I and it doesn't matter if they're Saquon Barkley or Josh Jacobs, you don't pay them. You don't pay them. And I'm sorry to David Montgomery. I, I like David Montgomery. The minute the Bears picked him, I'm like, yeah. ooh, that's a good pick. Use I the, like that pick, and he's been a good player. Use the Don't 10 to 12, him. Use the 10 to 12 million to solidify your offensive line. This Period. Is, this is it. And then you can put whoever you want back. Anybody there. you want, please don't make the mistake of paying running backs. Roberts in Franklin Park. Hey, Robert. Uh, hey, guys. Um, thanks for taking the call. You know, it was. Such a great game. I mean, such a great game. I think it was phenomenal, in my opinion. But I called about the catch slash no catch. Uh, when I heard them saying that he didn't make a football move, if that's what they said, I can't remember. You know, I thought the catch, just standing on the field, on his two feet, was the football move. 
You know what I mean, guys? And uh, just a quick question. What do you guys think about uh, Kansas City's uh, line yesterday against that defense? Thanks, guys. Thank you, Robert. Uh, I thought the Kansas City offensive line uh, acquitted itself very well. Yeah. Uh, I like some of the center pulling that they did going back to the weak side to trap down, down blocks. Then they do a kick out. And I think Pachinko got himself a little bit of room there. Uh, I also uh, like the uh, they trapped a little bit, the Philadelphia mm-hmm. Eagles defense. Which I thought they should do. The one time they did, it was early in the fr- or it was in the first half, and he breaks through the line of scrimmage free and then trips over his own feet. Mm. Tried to get back up, but at that yeah. point they got him from the you know from the backside. Uh, that field again, maybe. I yeah. Well, I don't know Flipping. if it was the field as no, much as tripped. you know. I can't believe how open I am. <laughs> Boom. Maybe that was it. Or maybe he caught an, uh, somebody else's foot or an ankle. I don't know. I, I like the way they played. And the pass protection was going to be the key, and they gave him enough protection. When it did break down, he found a way to get positive yardage. Yeah. Or even to get rid a, of the football. Even on a bum ankle. Yeah, he threw the ball through the end zone one time because the pressure was coming at him. He played a great game. He, I mean, think well, about these and, last and, two okay. weeks, or these last th- th- right. three weeks. The two games he's played in the last three weeks, just brilliant football. Year. I found I mean, something that way people can understand a little bit better what I mean between Patrick Holmes and Jalen Hurts. Patrick Holmes gets 98 on the test, and, and Jalen Hurts gets 91. Okay, they both played very well. They both got A's. <laughs> Problem is, one guy scored a ninety-eight, and I've got to acknowledge the fact that he scored a ninety-eight, and the other guy scored a ninety-one. And if the other guy didn't fumble the ball yeah. and allow the other team to pick it up and get a touchdown, he himself might have had a hundred. That's a good analogy. Eric. There you go. That is, a, that is a beautiful thing. One got an A plus, and one just got an A. I mean, Jalen was gr- great. We yeah. saw a great quarterback play. It, I think it goes to show. Uh, you really do need to be dynamic on offense in this league. Well, you threw some this, balls in you know? there between coverage too. Yeah, I thought he I like mean, he, uh, between the uh, like in a cover two situation where the outside perimeter player, who's a flat responsible player, was getting enough depth to affect the throws, and he was still finding a way to put it in there. It was great. I, real I think, nice throw. I think he made by Jalen Hurts. By Jalen Hurts, yeah. I think he made one throw that probably should have been picked that wasn't. Yeah, but that's that the double it. coverage. Yes. Yeah. He he was really good. And you got to be dynamic on offense. Uh, and we're all, always going to bring a lot of this back to the Bears and, like, where can they go and can they make this jump that Philly made if they add to their roster the right way, if they draft well the way Philly. Philly's a good organization. Howie Roseman's smart. They've done a good job. They've rebuilt this thing on the fly with just a few holdovers from the previous Super Bowl-winning team because they draft well. They've identified talent well. They found something in Jalen Hurts. They drafted him in the second round after they paid Carson Wentz because they believed – and they're making the most out of it now. And to bring it back to the Bears, it does go to show you, um, yeah, you want to be balanced, you want to have good offense, good defense, but you really got to be able to score and be efficient on offense if you're going to make these types of runs in this league. It's just too much of an offensive league. Thoughts on the game? Where does it rank for you? I thought this one was up there with some of the all-timers, to be honest. I thought the entire presentation was really good, from the commercials and the halftime and everything. The game itself was obviously thrilling. So let us know your thoughts at 312-332-ESPN. We'll be right back. To Carmen and Yurko. Follow the show on Twitter at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Yurko hinted last week that, uh, hey, maybe if Andy Reid wins this thing, no inside info, you said. You go, I wonder if Andy wins this thing if he's just thinking about time to. Time to call it a career. He's going to turn 65. He's been grinding away at this. 24 years as a head coach. Right. Think about how long, you know, a long time. And then 30, 31 years coaching in the professional ranks. That's a long time. I think it's like 40 coaching overall. 
Yeah, for BYU. Because he's in the collegiate level also. Yeah. Might, might even be more than that. Might be like 42 years. Wow, it's a long time. And then Jay Glazer had a similar report during the pregame yesterday, which five hours of pregame got is just de- too yeah, much. Yeah, got a decision to make. That's what he said. He might have a decision to make. Right. Win or lose, might have a decision to but make. But then, postgame, he sort of hinted to Peter King that he is going to be back. But I, I don't know that he, it was like an official, no, of course, of course I'm going to coach him. Maybe he will think about it. Well, I think he's thought about it. I think he's still thinking about it. Yeah. I think he won't make a final decision here until they get back to the grind, and he's going to feel like if he's ready to go ahead and do it all over again. He's pretty much solidified himself as one of the greats. I mean, there are only two coaches, active coaches, Yerk. Only two. Belichick. That have multiple Super Bowl, award, you know, right now. Multiple Super Bowls. And, yeah. yes, it's Belichick and Andrews. The only two active coaches. It's not a long list of coaches, period. I mean, it's just not. It's a, I think it's maybe ten guys. If it's, I, I was, right. I mean, you go, you go to Landry, you well, go to sure, Chuck Landry, Noel, Noel, you go to Bill Walsh. Uh, Walsh, of course. Did, uh, Shula. Uh, Bill Cower. Uh, did Cower get one or two? I don't know. Maybe he got the one just I at the end. I think he got one. But you know, Walsh, Tom, no. Has Tomlin got two? Uh, Tomlin's got just one. Mike McCarthy's got just one, obviously. It's amazing he's even got one, for crying out loud. Uh, did Seifert get two? Or was he there for, I think Seifert 94. got. Seifert got the one in 94. One? Yeah, that's one? all they won. Jimmy Johnson, we didn't say. Jimmy Johnson. It's not a very long list. Right. That's, uh, I mean, you're on, you know, it's very, very impressive what Andy has done. Uh, just nine overall championship games now, uh, conference championship games, and uh, four Super Bowl appearances. Mike Shanahan. Mike Shanahan. Good call. You're, Two you in go. a row for him. Yeah. yeah, I'm going through the 90s. You yes, know? yes, indeed. 100% right, yeah. But, it, again, it's not – you're talking about a list of maybe it's like a 10 guys, a dozen guys. That's it. And he is now on the, uh, a part of that very esteemed group. So we'll see what Andy does. My guess is he's still coaching because – Maybe after he recharges, he looks at the guy that he's got, number 15, and he says, damn, he's only going to be 28, and we've already been to three of these, and we've won two of them. I think I'll go for a couple of more. I don't know why he wouldn't. While Mahomes and Kelsey are playing, I think I'd ride it out as long as I could, but it's a grind. No, I can't begin to imagine what it's like and just uh, the toll it's taken, physically, mentally, everything else. It's a hard job, and like you said, he's been doing it for the better part of four decades now. But Kelsey doesn't look like he's going to slow down anytime soon. Now, in football, it might happen quick. I mean, I get that. It, you know, he's, he's, he's been beat on a lot in his career. He plays a tough position. But, my God, uh, while, while I've got the two of them, I think I'm going to just keep running it back thinking as long as I have them, they got a shot every year, don't they, with what they built and well, what they can they do, do offensively? Yeah, of every course year, they do. They've got a shot. They've got all types of shots, yes. What? I mean, yeah, common sense, but has he ever seen the Swallows come back to Capistrano? I don't know. Okay. Hey, what what else is there? I mean, you just can't be so solely focused. Has he ever seen the Northern Lights, Scarm? I don't know. Good okay. question. I mean, you got to do a little uh, travel. You got to expand your horizons. You know, yeah. you got to sit back, relax. You know, what did Mike Holmgren tell us after he had like finally, finally retired a few times? I mean, he told us he was spending a, a, a summer in Italy, and he was like, "Guys, I I could never have imagined. I'm going to spend the summer in Italy." Yeah. 
I'm not thinking about football. I'm going, and we're on like, it oh, sounds pretty good. Trying right? to find yeah. another bad running back to draft in Cleveland. <laughs> you know, you're not doing that anymore. Exactly. Yeah. You're not drafting Trent Richardson. Is that who it was? I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Trent Richardson. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and who was the quarterback from Oklahoma State that he whiffed oh, on? Uh, Brandon Whedon, remember? We- Whedon or Whelan? Uh, Brandon Whedon. Yeah. He's like, I don't have to do that anymore. I'm right. going to go in Italy for the summer. Took like, the family. Damn, coach. Yeah. Took the family. So maybe Andy does want to do that. I don't know. It's easy for me to say, like, I oh, get don't your call point. Mike. Don't call Mike and ask Mike. No, right. Yeah. It's and easy Andy, for me to say, like, I'm not going anywhere when right. I've got Mahomes and Kelsey, but right. he's been grinding away at it for four decades. So 40 plus years as a yeah. coach. Yep. Jordan's in Maryville on ESPN 1000 with Carmen and Yurko. What's up, Jordan? What's going on, guys? Hey, man, it, that, was, uh, that was a great game. It was a great game. I hate, I hate that the uh, ending happened like that, unfortunately. I would love to see uh, Hurts go down and see if they can tie that game and you know get, know get a real thriller but uh it was it was definitely a great game but i was i was uh calling about what yurk was saying about that first super bowl with Mahomes. if you look at that game i remember us all talking about it damian williams should have been, been the MVP yes of that game. yes that's that's you actually know. very true yeah you know and uh they, they they gave it to him because they wanted the the the, the, the new fresh quarterback to you know to to, to, to get that reward but in all honesty, he probably should have been the been the guy to get it. Yep. But uh, you know that doesn't disparage anything that he that he does, and you know he's a hell of a, a quarterback. Yeah, he's but, a hell uh, of a quarterback. About that. He's no doubt. But we're just doing a he's comparison between him and Brady. Jordan, you're right about that. That Williams. A lot of people thought Williams should have been the MVP. They may mostly defer to the quarterback, though. It's just kind of the way it goes now. You know, they just do. It's we told you this on Friday, and we did it on Odds Couple. Just if you want to make futures bets. It's quarterbacks and wide receivers. That's yes. basically who wins that award at this point. That's just it. Uh, there's no Damian Williams would have been the first running back since Terrell Davis. There hasn't been a running back since '97 that's won that award. Chase is on the south side. What up, Chase? Hey man, uh, thanks for taking my call, man. Hopefully y'all Monday going good. It was a good Super Bowl yesterday, and the difference between the difference is why the Chiefs won to me is because that. Uh, the defense got that turnover, and they scored off that turnover. Yep. And plus, and plus with that long uh, pump, pump turn that pretty much gave the Chiefs the lead back. That's yeah. why I think they won the Super Bowl. And one more thing I want to say, um, if y'all don't mind, I heard y'all talking about uh, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes earlier. So after, so say after Patrick Mahomes probably win three Super Bowls, I'm just saying, or six. Will, will his playoff matchup against Tom Brady affect child thoughts about him, knowing that he never beat Tom Brady in the playoffs? And thank y'all for taking my call. Oh, yeah, like you said, because the head-to-head, yeah. Boy, it would have been nice to see a healthy Mahomes in that Super Bowl a couple of years ago. You know, that, yeah. they were just a shell of themselves. And you think back to it, Yerk, I mean, that line was all beat up. Remember, he was, re- I, if I'm not mistaken, he had to have toe surgery, I think, after that year. I mean, he was really legitimate. His Sergeant Hulka? I think so. Yeah. It was really it. It was legitimately hurt, and that's how these things can go. I mean, sometimes you got to have a little good fortune on your side and a little luck on your side, right? And you got to hope hope to stay healthy. And the margins are usually thin, Yerk, aren't they? I mean, they they really are. I think the margins are usually pretty thin. Um, but I, what we're watching with this guy, I mean, just he's taken this league by storm since he came in. And, of course, he didn't play as a rookie. But since he started in 2018, I mean, he has just taken this league by storm. Uh, they've won at least 12 games every year. They've, Like I said, they've ripped off five straight divisions. They host – he's never played a road playoff game. They've hosted five straight championship games for the conference. He's been in three Super Bowls already. It's just – 
Uh, it's darn impressive. It's crazy, There's no man. Gray area. I mean, it, it is impressive. Is. It's just crazy. Yeah, but the super I speak of that they won. Yeah. Right? 26 mm-hmm. of 42, 286. Right. Two touchdowns, two interceptions. Quarterback rating, I think, of like 78. 78.1. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. In the loss, it was 52.3. It was terrible, yeah. yeah. And it was, they had no shot really in that game. That game was a blowout. These games have mostly been close. It's eight. I think the count is now eight of the last 13 York have been one score games. Yeah. It's a lot different than we were younger, or even when you were in the league in the 90s. They seemed, you know, the NFC was kind of dominating for a while. They seemed to be blowouts year after year. Dallas has blown out somebody, or San Francisco's blown out somebody, or a little bit after that, late 90s, early 2000s. I guess that would have been 2000. Uh, the Ravens are blowing out the Giants. You know, a lot of it just felt like 20, 30 years ago, there were a lot of blowouts, and these games have been much more competitive and much closer. And yesterday's was just thrilling. I mean, I, I, everything about it I thought was thrilling. It's too bad the field sucked. That's true. Uh, because that that's a talking point you never like. But other than that, I don't think there was too much drama. And I don't think there was a lot of controversy with that call at the end. That was a hold. I think that was a penalty. Yeah, it was a hold. That's got to be that flag, whether it's the last I minute of week one or the last minute you, of the Super Bowl. It's got to be a Did penalty. you feel like Kansas City mismanaged the clock a little bit at the end? They should have been able to run it to four seconds. They called the timeout at some point oh, oh, for yeah. some silly reason, which didn't allow the clock to eventually end up getting down where it needed to get down at four seconds. To kick it as it expired. Why would saying? you risk a kickoff? Yeah. Why would you risk one? And, and usually nothing good happens on a kickoff anywhere anymore, but there were some kickoff returns for touchdowns this year. So I don't know. And again, when you're in a little, and I was in a small group, but still, as we're discussing and watching it, I didn't think so, but maybe uh, upon rewatch, I'll yeah. say, oh, so they, they called too early of a time. Here's out. what could have happened yeah. with seven seconds then left on the clock for the final play. Right. You move your line up to the 50, your back line. The kicks from the 30, 20 yards. He squibs it. You get a guy at the 50, gets it, and falls on it. From the 50, it's a much more viable play. Now, you don't necessarily have to go for a touchdown, right? You can get yourself a 15-yard completion to the sideline. Now you give your kicker a chance. Mm. And at that point, he's kicking a 53-yarder. Which is very doable. Which is very doable in this day and age. Although on that turf, who right. knows? But, you, you know, you also have to have players that can put themselves in the position to be able to handle that. You've got to know if he's going to squib the kick, it's going to come, you know, come down. Um, I almost thought that it would have been better because they got the ball at like the 40 when they squibbed it. Yeah, and he fell on it right away. Just right, and only yeah. lost one second on the clock. It's yeah, yeah. better to kick it through the end zone. And now they're starting from the 20 with the limited amount of time. I wondered about that, yeah. actually. Did you so think it would have been better to things. kick it through the end zone? Well, it worked out where it was fine. Uh, yeah. So I thought they were going to squib it. if you're going to yeah. go back and you're going to analyze it yourself mm. and say, okay, could we have done this better? Yeah. Maybe it could have been done a little Boy, bit better or wiser. There's a bit tenuous moments on the sideline, right? Just yeah. the weird things might happen. Well, I mean, you Stanford did, you uh, the band on the field. <laughs> there were two plays in that game that didn't need to happen. Yeah. The kickoff. To uh, you know, to the Philadelphia Eagles in the last second play, yeah. which was a line drive into the dirt. Yes, it was. Unfortunately, I don't know what was worse, that or the Cowboys' last. The Cowboys' last play was still worse. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll take more of your calls on Super Bowl Fifty Seven coming up. Working from home, we're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN One Thousand. Brady played so long, Yurko, it's hard to compare eras. It's like we talk about Tom Brady and we say, well, it's hard to compare eras. He just retired. But the start of his career, the era was still pretty different. So in Tom Brady's first five seasons as a starter, he did have three Super Bowl wins. 
Mahomes only has two, but Brady did not have a regular season MVP award. Brady, uh, Mahomes has done it twice already, two MVP awards in the regular season. You want the numbers, their first five years? Yeah. All right, you ready? Yes. Brady, 123 touchdowns, 66 interceptions. About two to one. We can round up for him. Just about two to one. Uh, quarterback rating of 88.5, 7.1 yards per attempt, and a 62% completion percentage. Patrick Mahomes, same number of games, 192 touchdowns to 48 interceptions. That's 4 to 1. 106 quarterback rating, 8.1 yards per attempt, 66% completion percentage. So that's all I meant. Through the first five years of each each's respective career, each player's respective career, uh, the way Mahomes has played quarterback, dare I say, it might be better than the way anybody's ever played it through their first five years. It's just been that impressive. What makes Brady so impressive is he did it forever. And like York said, he had went 10 years between sort of dynasties and then left New England and won another one against Mahomes and the Chiefs. And, you know, he did things at his age, you know, through a couple of, you know, through three different decades, you know, that were remarkable and he's going to be the guy that like everybody else is judged against like mike north was talking about an odds couple you know i said when do we start saying a guy's only won one he goes when brady ripped off seven yes all of a sudden one isn't good enough anymore and i I go out i guess i mean terry bradshaw ripped off four but that was more a team uh, thing than it ever was a quarterback right right you know, the quarterback was still the leader, but the team didn't win because of the quarterback. Yeah, different, totally different era. So, you know, I, I so Mike's like, that's when it changed. And so, you know, you got to start stockpiling them. If you want to be in the category of the Bradys of the world, you're going to have to start stockpiling them. And Mahomes is, is on his way now with uh, at least two. At some point, we might say, well, he only won two. I don't know, but it's I beyond feeling, impressive. Did you have his record in there, too, in his first? Uh, it's Mahomes' is unmatched. Yeah, yeah he's 58 and 20 is yeah. uh, Brady. Yeah, Mahomes is, uh, has and, got 64 wins. Right, 15 20 is pretty damn impressive. <laughs> and Mahomes is even better. I mean, I'm trying Crazy. to see those years that he has right now. If I stacked Tom Brady's five best years, Good question. if I looked yeah. at Brady's five best years, would they equal his five? Watch him call. That's a great Now, question. that's something to take a look at and behold. I don't know how to do that on the pro football filter, but I bet you Jacob Nitzberg and stats and uh, research at ESPN could maybe do that yeah. for us. They I'm not just sure have how to, to click on the years that looks like they were the best. Yeah, maybe. Statistics uh, there's, there's probably a way. I just, feel, I just did the player comparison yeah. uh, in the filter that they have. Let's grab some more calls. People want to talk Super Bowl. Derwood's in DeKalb. Hey, Derwood. A couple things um, real quick. We did score a final, my big brother Tull and I, substantial amount of money, so I'll be kissing McKinnon's butt right downtown. <laughs> and also, I can't wait for the sounder when Mitch joins Kansas City. When Mitch... I want to see that quarter. I want, yeah, they need a backup. I want to see that quarterback room with Maggie yeah. in there. Oh, Chad, Chad Henney retired. Chad Henney retired. Yeah. He's yeah. been in the league forever. Yeah. Uh, Derwood, thanks. you imagine if Mitch goes... And he, I don't see that happening. I don't think he likes Nagy. I don't. Uh, Mitch is going to be able to pick a spot somewhere. Mitch will be a backup in this yeah. league for a while. I don't think he wants to. And be. truth be told, he really didn't want him. That's what he was here. That's what I'm but saying. But he wanted to take the head coaching position. Yeah. So he took who the team you know was going to have here. Of course. And that was it. There's only 32 of these jobs, Yerk. I yeah. mean, it's the best of the best. He and still had problems calling plays. Yes, he did. And he wasn't calling plays this game. No, he was Let's not. Let's not pretend. Boy, they're just so smart. Andy is so smart offensively. The way he's evolved. Like I said, they they trade Tyreek Hill, and they get 
better in a different way. They ran more heavy personnel all year. They ran more two tight end stuff, more 12 personnel. And they just, okay, well, we don't have Tyreek anymore. We can't throw those you know, bombs 40 yards down right. the field. We'll, we'll find a different way to be efficient and explosive and dynamic on offense. And they were number one. I, told, you know, I read the stats off to Yurko on Friday. They were number one in everything, basically. Advanced metrics, counting stats, like everything. Kansas City was the best and most efficient and most dynamic offense in the league again. Uh, on a on a week to week basis, and what they did, look at the advanced box score from yesterday. Their efficiency on early downs, their efficiency when they threw the ball. Both teams. Do you realize, Yerk, that they combined to complete almost? Uh, they combined to convert almost sixty percent of third downs yesterday. Both teams, almost sixty percent. They couldn't get off the field. Yeah, about seven hundred and fifty eight yards of total offense. All the point. I mean, it was just an incredible display of offense. Chris is in Oak Park. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing? I got two things. I think that um, uh, Mahomes and Tiger are similar because they're both going up against two goats. They're better players at the position, but they might not eclipse the uh, winning. And secondly, I think that this is his uh, flu game that mm-hmm. Michael had. The flu game. I don't know how hurt he was. I mean, it looked like that ankle was bo- – Chris, thanks. I mean, that ankle was definitely bothering him. Did you him. see when they came back from commercial or they were throwing a commercial at one point? It was like the announcer was going uh, – he said, Jordan had the flu game, Schilling had the bloody sock, and now we'll have Mahomes' ankle. I'm like, he looked fine out there. Yeah, this I mean, isn't... I think he was in pain when it happened, but, I mean, I, okay. I, it didn't look like it hampered him really at, at any point. Was he the first football player to be in pain in no. a big game? Yeah, I mean, no. come on. York, you ever play in pain? Uh, I, I think everybody at this <laughs> point of the season is playing in pain. They shoot that up with something at halftime, York, with they, that long they halftime? Could, they could have. Yeah. Yeah, they could have uh, to kill the pain. I, I can't tell you they did, right? No, but I know. But certainly the option was there. There's options there yeah. and just, you know, get through it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, that's certainly not... The worst injury I've ever seen anybody play through, you know, um, more so maybe in the AFC ta- title game. I think he was definitely a couple weeks ago. He was a little bit more hampered. What did I, I saw? I saw Golf Digest tw- uh, put something on Instagram. Um, what would they put? It was like a Waddle and Sylvie. Would you rather? Or it was really which would you pick? Okay, here are your options. You ready? You got to convert on one of these. Okay. Tiger to make a ten foot birdie putt for the win on the seventy second hole. Mahomes with the ball in a one-score game in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. Lionel Messi with the PK to win the World Cup or LeBron with the game-winning three. I love LeBron. not a LeBron hater, but I throw LeBron with the game-winning three out the window. I'm sorry. I, I could think of like All three right, other that goes guys. In. So you got Messi. So you got Messi from the penalty from spot. From the penalty spot. Tiger, 10-foot birdie putt on the 72nd hole or Mahomes with the ball in the fourth quarter. Oof. I still like Tiger. That's what I said. I said Tiger. I like Tiger. I would, I would guess if we tried to break that down, the the odds would say go with Messi. Don't you have the highest yeah, yeah, success yeah. rate? That's it. You're going for a penalty kick on it, Chris. You're probably right. Yeah, I think you might well, be right. What do you think the analytics would say on the ten foot putt? I wonder the birdie putt. Mm, boy, but the pressure. Well, it's not a five foot putt, right? It's, it's a not footer. a five foot putt. Yeah. Well, the, the statistics are out there. We should look, Chris. Some yeah. 10-footers more right. difficult than others, too, obviously. But yeah, my sure. answer was right. Yurk was saying, I, was here, I go, you know what? I'm still taking Tiger with the birdie putt. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I don't think anybody's as cold-blooded as Tiger. But damn, give me Mahomes in the fourth quarter. Oh, God, I wish Mahomes was our quarterback, you guys. It's never going to end.
It'll never go away. Yurko's doing some calculations over there. I see it. Yeah, you know, once he'll I share, asked for the pen. He'll share some details well, with once, us. Once I asked for the pen, he knew he was in trouble. <laughs> if you're on the phone, sit tight, everybody. Uh, the bets you won, the bets you lost, commercials you liked. I want to talk about Rihanna a little. I thought that was fabulous. So we're, we're just totally covering Super Bowl 57 with you. Um, I'll give you details again coming up here on the big 25th anniversary celebration for the radio station coming up uh, in about six weeks. It's going to be Friday, March 24th. At House of Blues, we are doing a Mac Yurko and Harry reunion. I know everybody's going to be excited about that. You can attend by just being 21 or older and buying tickets now at LiveNation.com. Just search ESPN Chicago. But we'll reiterate some of the other finer points and some of the details coming up. But we want to take your Super Bowl calls. We'll be back in two minutes.